We're joined by Natasha Panicka, who is the executive director of food pantries for the Capital District. And, you know, while we all tend to pay a little bit more attention to the issue of, of, of hunger uh, during the holiday seasons, hunger, unfortunately, is a 365-day-a-year problem. And there was a recent article that highlighted some of the growing demands for uh, supplemental food, emergency food in the Capital District, particularly as the uh, various relief programs on COVID begin to to run out. So, so Natasha, what 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 has been happening uh, at the the food pantries throughout the capital district? Great. Thanks, Mark, and thanks for inviting me on for this important conversation. You know, during the pandemic, there were a lot of federal assistance programs, state programs stepping in to help um, people who were struggling. And those child tax credits have ended. The SNAP increases, honestly, at this point are irrelevant because of inflation. And there are so many people struggling to make ends meet now that really never have before. Um, while at the same time, uh, food pantries are also struggling to keep up with needs. You know, inflation is not just impacting individuals, but nonprofit organizations are also struggling with the increase prices in gas, food, and all of the other impacts of inflation as well. So what we are seeing in the capital region uh, in New York is that 80% of the food pantries in our coalition of 70 are experiencing increased levels. Uh, at, when we recently surveyed them, 50% of our food pantry coalition members are really worried about having enough financial resources to make ends meet through the end of the, this busy holiday season. Now, one of the um, you know issues is that most food pantries rely very heavily on volunteers, and a lot of the volunteers are, are elderly, and I, I imagine they may have been a little bit uh, reluctant, especially during the early days of COVID, uh, to be getting out in the, the public. Uh, has that changed? Has, has COVID become more normalized, or yeah? Uh, I assume you still always need more volunteers? Yeah, I mean, we can use volunteers. The, the The volunteers that are most needed in the food pantry system are regular volunteers who dedicate, you know, once a week, once a month, like regular people who actually perform like a task, an operational task. Um, some of the things that we are in need of now are people to do the home deliveries of pantry groceries. Uh, resources for home delivery has really dried up and kind of going back back pre-pandemic to relying on volunteers to do that. Um, one of the struggles is we're really trying to increase access to food pantry services and transportation and people with, you know, um, disabilities who are not able to access a pantry in person really need that delivery service. So, um, you know, we want to be able to provide a consistent service, which helps when you have paid staff to do it. But if there are people out there who would like to dedicate time ongoing to do volunteer work. The other thing that I really is tough is most people don't realize that most of the food that pantries distribute, they actually pay for. And a pantry's dollar goes a lot farther than you if you want to do a food drive. Like food drives are great, but Pantries also need money. And so um, if you're doing okay right now and you can donate uh, to food pantries, you can find a local pantry throughout the state of New York on our map, thefoodpantries.org. We have a 
food pantry map. So if you want to help your neighborhood pantry, you can find one on there. Or you can help uh, the food pantries for the capital district, which helps a coalition of 70 food pantries as well. The money makes a direct impact helping over 50,000 people get enough food for more than 2 million meals every year. Uh, it's very needed. Can you talk maybe a little bit about the demographics of who you know, you're you know, feeding? I know in the past that you know, maybe half of the guests, you know, at least getting food, you know, were children, but there was also a pretty high percentage of um, the, the working poor people have jobs, not making enough meat. Uh, ha has that been changing over time? You know, there are a lot of people who are working who just aren't making enough money um, and, and rely on food pantries. I was actually doing a presentation recently for a company talking about our organization and the administrative assistant came up to me after the presentation and said, you know, Natasha, thank you so much for raising awareness. She's like, since inflation, I actually have to use a food pantry to make ends meet too. And she was like, thank you so much for the work that you do in the community. And I, you know, whenever people say, Natasha, how do we end hunger? Number one, it's living wages. People are falling so far behind in wages. Um, if you are an employer or someone in a decision-making opinion, please, please focus on living wages for, for your employees. Now, you mentioned <laughs> earlier the uh, SNAP program, uh, you know, used to be known more as the uh, food stamp program. But, you know, are there things that uh, the anti-hunger programs are looking to the state, federal, or even, I guess, county governments uh, to be stepping up the plate on in terms of trying to deal with hunger and, and helping people with food? Yeah, I mean, New York State is really ahead of the game as far as coordinating all of the different state agencies, along with the nonprofit partners that are really trying to work on solutions um, for a hunger-free New York, you know, we've got a lot of work to go, and it's really hard to, you know, push on the federal government. I think that, honestly, we have federal solutions that work, that if the federal government would just increase SNAP benefits, increase access to SNAP, um, I feel that we should mandate that any online grocery should be able to accept SNAP and WIC. And anyone who purchases groceries using SNAP and WIC online should have supplemental provided by the federal government to provide free home delivery. Um, I think that right there is the most dignified way um, to end hunger. It's because people can have choice in the groceries and you uh, take away the access problem. But while we're waiting and pushing on federal government to make uh, important changes, we have to make sure that people don't go hungry tonight. And that's why food pantries are so important. And we need to make sure that their shelves are stocked with a variety and quantity of nutritious food to help people make ends meet in the meantime. Quickly review some of the other services that uh, the food pantries of the capital should provide. Looking quickly at your website, I think you also had some programs particularly trying to target like uh, infants and young children. Sure. Um, we are a part of the National Diaper Bank Network. We provide free formula and diapers through our coalition of food pantries. Um, we also work with groups to do personal hygiene products, feminine hygiene products, and we have a food as medicine program. Um, as we're working on sustainable funding through Medicaid, 
um, for people who are struggling with um, diabetes, obesity, hypertension, um, to prescribe medically tailored meals and medically tailored groceries, um, along with uh, nutritional counseling and therapy. So, um, you know, we're, we're looking at a lot of different ways to, to help people. Um, and, you know, SNAP doesn't cover diapers and personal hygiene products and and so those items are expensive as well. So distributing them through the food pantry system can also help people. Now, you mentioned earlier that, you know, obviously people appreciate volunteers on Thanksgiving and, and Christmas, but the reality is you're looking for volunteers, you know, on an ongoing regular basis. Um, so in the last minute, you know, if people want to help out either by volunteering or make a donation, how, how best to get in contact with their local food pantries? Yeah, the best way is to go to our website. It's thefoodpantries.org. Um, they, they can get involved through our website locally here in the capital region of New York. But we also have a map on our website that has food pantries and community meal programs across the entire state. So um, no matter where you live in New York, we've got resources that you can find the other thing is if you are struggling right now and could really use some extra help, know that food pantries are not income-based, they're need-based. So if you make $10 a, mo a month too much to qualify for SNAP, you can still get assistance from a food pantry. So go to thefoodpantries.org to find resources or also if you're doing okay right now and can help our community, we really, really appreciate it. Well, thank you very much, uh, Natasha Pernicka of Food Pantries of the Capital District. And this has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.